What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man, the myth, the legend himself. Jimmy Wedge coming at you live this week on Off the Rails with my main man, my bro Ham, uh, Rob Lowe. What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I am doing rather well after a week off. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good, man. Hey, uh, we're going to have to change tires ourselves this week because no Dado or no Billy, it's just going to be you and me changing tires on this uh, on this thing this week. Yep, we're just going to have to keep the ball rolling ourselves. I think we got broad shoulders so we can handle it. Yeah. It'll be a nice little I, I change of pace to those two lunatics yeah, running the show. Yeah, you know, things will be a lot more calmer and, yeah. you know, it, it, you know well, things that make sense around here for a change, finally. Yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 give we'll give the listeners a break and you know they can just listen to a nice little Comcast after after the week off. You know I think it's a nice way to ease back into uh, into going racing for a few months. Definitely, man. And uh, we'll kind of you know we'll go back to to Bristol, man. Obviously, you guys had a hell of a run. You finished top five, and lo and behold, man, y'all y'all turning a good run, and you got a new sponsor on the car from uh, IT Savvy is going to jump on board with you guys. Uh, starting looks like at uh, Michigan in August, so can't help to get get grab another yeah. sponsor, put it on that Ford Mustang. No, it it definitely doesn't hurt. Uh, we like we like to keep adding partners to our, you know, to our company and to our organization and to our team. I mean, uh, that shows that uh, you know they they support what we're doing and we support them. And I think it's going to be a cool it'll be a cool deal. I saw a rendering of the car and I think the car looks pretty awesome. I uh, can't Dude, wait to I, see I it. I love it, man. I'm I'm a huge yeah. fan of Orange. Obviously, being from Baltimore, being an Orioles fan, so I'm a big fan of Orange. Uh, Definitely. You know, so I think uh, I think it, it looks good, man. It's going to look good out there on the track in Michigan in August. For sure, for sure. I I couldn't agree more. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and I and I the company's excited about it. Like I said, I I saw the rendering. And I think it's a cool looking race car. It's um it 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 really pops. I look forward to seeing it when we uh. When we get it painted up for for Michigan, yeah, it'll be awesome. Definitely. Um, next note on the week, um, obviously NASCAR had uh, its uh, uh, next-gen uh, test at Martinsville, along with testing uh, wet tires. Uh, what was it? Uh, dry, well, not dry, but uh, wet tires uh, on an oval for the first time in history. So. Yep. What's your thoughts on that, man? Uh, okay, I'll give, on wet I'll give you I'll give you a little background on what was going on up there. The the next gen car it was a manufacturer test. Basically, all three manufacturers had their wheel force cars up there, okay. and that helps provide data as far as what the cars are going to deal with. It helps provide some mapping as far as the racetrack goes, what the loads are for that car, what your possible speeds will be, what some handling stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a lot. You run that car, the weight's in different spots just because of the way it's, uh, what it's built to do and the data yeah, it yeah. recovers. And those so, cars I know are like crazy expensive, right? Cause they have like so many sensors and, and, and stuff on them to record that data. Well, that the new car itself, I mean, as a race car, it's expensive. Well, then you go ahead and you put all that wheel force and data stuff on there and it really drives the price tag up. Yeah. So you definitely, when you wreck a real force car, it's a really expensive thing. But like yeah. I said, <laughs> those those next gen cars are a, a lot more pricey than our current race cars are. Um, after that, like you mentioned, they they were they dabbled with uh, some wet weather tires, some wets 
for Martinsville, and since there was no rain there, they um, when they went to do they it, they used something. the yeah. they 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 did create it. They used uh, the current car, and they had some fire trucks there and some water trucks there, and they made a few laps on the racetrack and then sent the cars out. Um, the problem was it wasn't there wasn't standing water. There wasn't it, the the racetrack dried out fairly quickly, fast, yeah. and they tried. They tried two different types of tires. They tried our current rain tire, which problem being it's made for road courses, so there was no stagger in the car. Right. Um, they did pretty well from what I understand. I wasn't there personally, but our teammate was. The 17 was there. And uh, the rain tire seemed to do okay, even with no stagger, but there wasn't standing water. Um, right. And they once it dried out, they you know, as everybody knows, those tires go to crap really fast. Yeah. when it dries out. The other thing they experimented with is they had some hand-grooved Martinsville tires, and basically it looked, looking at the pictures, it looked like maybe a three-quarter inch groove in three or four places around the circumference of the tire with some smaller grooves, some exit grooves off the shoulders, off the edges, all the way around. Um, mm -hmm. And they were hand-grooved, so, I mean, obviously there, there's something to be played with there. Um, I don't think the feedback was as good with those, but then again, you didn't have true actual Wet water there. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I think there, in my opinion, I think there might be some promise with those for the oval. Once yeah. if you not maybe not hand groove them, but if you mold them in that similar fashion, it, that might show promise for an oval on a short track. Um, yeah. But again. I don't think the test was representative to trying to run and race in wet weather, but it was something to give it a try and hopefully they'll revisit that with a more accurate way to test it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, any way that obviously they could try to get in races was having to delay the start of a race, you know, especially on, on a short track like Martinsville, you know, obviously I know the, the speeds aren't as high, um, right, but and the corner loads aren't as high as Martinsville that you get at a Correct. place like a bank place like a Dover. Um, you know, you might you might see it more like a New Hampshire. You know, even though the you know the straightaway the top end straightaway speeds a little bit higher. Um, but you know, I, I like it. I think you know, hopefully they'll be able to continue to tinker with it and play with it, and you know, if they can implement it where hey, they can start a race on on wet. Uh, you know, not yeah. as you know, a torrential downpour, but if they can start a race on West and it's slightly raining, uh, I'm all for it, man. Whatever to give these guys a challenge to to make the race obviously even better than it is. You know, rain makes that even even more of a challenge. We saw that last year at the Roval and the Xfinity race and somewhat in the Cup race. So, and it, and it keeps fans from having you know to to leave the track for that day. Right. Obviously, it saves money in the team's pockets, you know, for you guys to be able to, you know, get out on, on race day and, and get home instead of having to spend an extra day, uh, you know, in hotels exactly. and, and at the track. So, uh, hopefully, there's some promise there, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens later on in the year with it. Yeah, I, I I don't think you'll ever see us race in the rain at places like uh, Texas or or you know, and any of the big mile and a half where your corner loads are high, your uh, straight uh, end of straightaway speeds are very high. Um, I, I just don't think you can make a tire that will hold up and hold traction with everything that's going on there. And I, and to be honest with you, like people say, oh, well, you know, you, you, 
you're running the rain here, you're running the rain as a road course, why can't you do it on an oval, blah, 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 break out the rain tires? It, it, that's a lot easier said than done, and I really think that if, if, if we were to try to do something like that, like we'll just use Texas, for example, uh, because and I say that because we spent four days down there last year sitting in rain yeah. and wasn't supposed to be there. It seemed like uh, we spent a whole year down there in Texas. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to get my – I was ready to, already put my change of address and we were down there so long, I felt like. Um, but we'll use that. I mean, the speeds are very high. The corner loads are high. So – and while you say, oh, well, you run rain tires, I think if you tried to run a race there in the rain, I don't think it would be – everybody would be like, well, this is stupid. They're going so slow, and it's, this is boring. You know, I don't think it's – it's easier said than done and still keep it entertaining and competitive because at the end of the day, that's what our, that's what our place is. I mean, we want to be, we want good racing. We want to, we want entertainment. We want the people to be excited about watching it. And I go, this is boring. You know, I mean, you, you, you hear things all managed, you know, it's follow the leader. It's boring. It's follow the leader. It's boring. You know, all, you know, it's this, it's that. You're not going to please everybody, but I think if you were to try to run that race, in the rain, it would please no one. Yeah, so, I, I agree with you on, on a that, short track, so. like you said. I think there might be some thomas there, but for those for the high speed places and the high corner load places, I don't think I don't think it's there. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I know you guys touched on it last week, but uh, Bristol is trying to think of a way to put the dome on it, man. Like that'd be that'd be interesting to to see if that actually comes to fruition because you know Bristol's already an awesome place. It's a it's the 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 last what great coliseum is there. Is yeah. The they put it on the on the walls, but to even add that uh, element to it, man, I think that would that would make it even crazier a place to want to go see a race to, to see a dome on a on a big time auto racing uh, racetrack. Yeah. So. If if you put something on there to keep the weather out, one it would be a heck of an undertaking and to and to make it functional. Uh, the other thing would be. Uh, the biggest concerns, obviously, would be the carbon monoxide from the exhaust. You'd have to have a, a really good way to yeah. vent it. Like, you couldn't be yeah. a true dome. You would have to have a way to, to move the air inside. The other thing to think about would be the noise. But, yeah. I mean, it's already loud there to begin with. It, it would and be I remember, time. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember being there, racing there when when we ran. Like, you used to have the option to run the exhaust out of either side of the car and most of the places you ran exhaust out of left side and the reason was the uh you wanted the weight to the inside of the car low light and left well any weight you have you want to put it as far left as you can as low as you can well the pipes are the lowest point of the car and you run them out the left side so you keep the weight on the left side when we did that and we did it especially at bristol because you know and well we did it most everywhere then and but you were wor- you were always worried about hitting the fence. Right. You know, you hit the fence, you move the pipes, all that sort of stuff. But the other thing was it was so noisy in the infield. Like, yeah. I remember wearing earplugs underneath my headset <laughs> and turning the volume all the way up just to because, – because it helped with that ambient noise and all that noise. You were able to hear – you were actually able to hear your radio transmissions and communications better that way because yeah. there was so much noise being pushed to the inside of the racetrack. And now uh, exhaust is run out of the right side everywhere, and that's a safety thing. Um, and now the noise is going outward toward the crowd. 
Right. And it's yeah. not near as noisy in the infield for us because the exhaust noise is heading outward. Now, it gets really noisy. You put a lid on that plate. So, you know, there's there's some logistics that need to be worked with. But, boy, like you said, Jimmy, that would be a really cool thing to basically eliminate any weather any weather issues. Yeah, especially at, especially at Bristol. You know, I, yeah. I've experienced the 36 hours of straight rain there back in, like, 2017. Obviously, uh, we had Norris Art come through there. Uh, a couple weeks ago yeah. <laughs> uh, at yeah. the dirt race. So, you know, I think if there's a crazy SOB that can, that can do it, it's, it's Marcus Smith and his team at SMI that can figure out a way to do it. So it'd yeah, be interesting absolutely. to see that. Um, yeah, that, that group I, definitely comes up with a lot of innovation. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, obviously to piggyback on the, the, the test at Martinsville uh, with the next-gen car, we had the next-gen car at Darlington um, a few days later with Tyler Reddick. Um, I, I don't know if you saw the pictures or the video that he posted, but they had a picture of the uh, of the camber that they had on the uh, the right rear, and I'm telling you, man, I had never seen a tire that far, you know, that far laid in. I know they were trying a couple of different things uh, with the tire, but that was that was crazy to see, and uh, it seemed like you said it definitely was different from the the Gen Six car that they're driving now. It's definitely a lot harder, so that's what yeah. we want. We want it to be a lot harder for them to drive. Uh, he even got a darn to spli- uh, slice, uh, strike on that thing. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah, that, I, I saw pictures of that on social media, and that's that, that's a huge bummer for that crowd to take have to take that car back and probably yeah. put you know replace side panels and everything because it didn't he look did, like he, it did more, he got he got the side and got the front. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look it didn't look like it was a gentle hit. You know, no. it wasn't just a little <laughs> scrape. It looked like it was pretty significant. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, and, you know, that obviously with the uh, cup cars going to composite bodies next year, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, to fix those repairs, not at the racetrack per se, but, you know, for you guys that have to do it at the shop, hopefully it's a little bit easier changing the, the nose out or, you know, side panels, body panels and things like that to be able to, you know, hopefully um, save you, uh, you know, some time on that. Obviously the cost is going to be a little bit more since it's composite, but still, you know, being able to change those parts out pretty quick, hopefully to help you guys out. Yeah, um, it, it, there, there's a lot. There's a lot that remains to be seen with that new car. Um, definitely, the cost is up on it. Uh, a lot of the parts are they're spec parts. They're not made in house. They are they're third party vendors. A lot of them. So yeah, right. it, it's it's going to be interesting. It, it's going to be a whole new wave of everything. Uh, it's not going to be anything like the way we we've built cars in the past. You know, it'll be a whole it'll be a whole brand new a whole brand new experience for everybody. Yeah, definitely. And with that being said, NASCAR came out today, uh, and which is uh, Thursday, the eighth, and uh, announced that they will be debuting the OEM uh, bodies uh, for the next gen car on May the fifth at three o'clock p.m. So mark your calendars. I'm sure everybody's interested to see um, what their uh, what their cars are going to look like next year. Obviously, NASCAR's been using a pretty generic uh, body style uh, and you know front uh, front bumper and, and rear bumper. So it'll be interesting to see uh, you know what Ford, Toyota, and Chevrolet bring out uh, you know when they announce right. the uh, the bodies on May 5th. <clears throat> Agreed. 
um, I, it'll it'll be it, it'll probably create some excitement for everybody too. You yeah. know, cause it'll be a different look. That car's gonna be yeah. it'll be a whole different look too. As hopefully, every, you know, I, I'm think, looking forward to it, and so is everybody else. I think hopefully, if they you know obviously continue to trend more towards you know obviously uh, the show car um, model, you know things that the characteristics that the, you know the production cars have that obviously um, we don't have in the Cup Series. I think this is probably one of the closest cars that you'll that we currently have in the Gen 6 that, you know, is close to its its, uh, its production car that we've had in, the, what, the last, what, 15, 20 years or so. Um, so if they yeah. can get more closer to the production car and what they look like on the front uh, bumpers and the rear bumpers, I, you know, that would even be even more brand identity uh, for the OEMs. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, I, I think to this point they've done a good job with, the brand identification and the model identification uh the there's and even even with some of the stuff like this year and the last couple of years you know going to the it's not true fuel injection but it is a throttle body so right. and the dash is computerized so you know you kind of brought things a little more forward in time as compared to what we were used to using and now with this with this next gen card now you're really getting into a lot of the things that are on current cars and a lot of that stuff is things that the average person won't see right uh, don't go instead of a drag link steering box which you don't see many of that you know that's not really in production in many things anymore it, it's going to rack and pinion steering um uh not not a true you're going to a transaxle in the rear um which is a little more representative for a lot of cars uh, uh, and there, there, like I said, there's a lot of different things going on there. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting all the way around to see how this plays out as far as our our car production goes and how the racing goes. Yeah, for sure. So don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, market calendars May the fifth uh, is when um, Chevy, Ford, and Toyota will be debuting the next gen car. Uh, with that being said, man, probably one of my favorite, absolute favorite places to go watch a race um it's in my top five uh racetrack uh hopefully billy bradley starts to feel a little bit better man and he can go down there and scarf down about 15 to 20 martinsville hot dogs but we're going to the paperclip man martinsville speedway uh tell us a little bit about uh, uh martinsville and, and what we could expect there well uh martinsville is always uh i mean that's our tightest quarter racetrack um the paperclip, as it's fondly known, tight corners, low banking, a uh, lot of brakes. Use a lot of brakes. Big brakes. Brakes play a big uh, part there. Big brake calipers and pistons and big motors on brake. the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, when you got brake pads the size of a Big Mac sandwich, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a lot of brake. Um, <laughs> the other thing that seems to, that seems Martinsville brings out is some tempers. Yeah, for sure. Now, there haven't been that many dust-ups thus far in the first seven races. So, I don't think, you know, we shouldn't see a lot of retaliation. However, somebody, you know, gets their feathers ruffled during the race, it could come back later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's, there's always good hard racing there because it is a short track. You see people get moved out of the way. You see you see some hard racing into the corner trying to outbreak them. And sometimes, you know, eight wheels are better than four. If you're on the inside yeah. getting to the corner and you're trying to get that position, 
you might use that guy up on outside. Um, yeah. So I think I I think we I don't think we'll see a repeat winner in Martinsville. I think it'll be think a so different winner than we've had thus far this year. Because you've got to remember, I mean, Kevin Harvick's very good there. Yeah, Kevin Harvick's good there. Denny's really good there. Um, you know, there's a few other guys. You know, Martin Truex is there, even though he's already won. But, you know, there's some guys there that are that are really good that haven't won races yet. So, yeah, I, I think we'll see winner number eight for the year there. Um, I think so, too, man. It's a Saturday I, night race. Back, yeah, if you go back to uh, last year's um, cutoff race, you know, to get into the, the championship, Harvick struggled. Hamlin wasn't his usual Martinsville self, so I'm sure those yeah. guys are looking to, uh, you know, make amends for for that race that they had there last year. Uh, and like you said, it's not it's at night. This is a this is gonna be the first true night race, even though we finished at night the last few years here in the fall yeah. race. Uh, this race is going to start in the evening and end in the evening. So, yeah. Um, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting to see. I'm sure it'll be a lot of grip. You know, Martinsville has uh what, concrete corners. So, um, you know, it definitely I'm sure it'll be a lot of grip, uh, especially in the nighttime, um at, at, at Martinsville. So hopefully, you know, it doesn't it's not really prevalent, but you know, the outside line has shown some promise over the years. So maybe you know, mm-hmm. maybe guys might be able to hook up on that outside now with the coolest temperatures that with it being at night. This is true, the, and that's a very good point. The, the outside line, I don't, I don't think the outside line will ever be the preferred line there. Yeah, but it might show some promise to you know if if you can hold your position outside long enough, and you, you might wear the guy, you know, you might wear the guy down that's on, that's on the bottom. So, you know, it, it it could prove it could prove interesting. I too wide racing. Through the pack, no. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. But it, it, there, there might be some promise there. With like you said, cooler temperatures, no sun beating on the racetrack, um, and Martinsville is the softest. That's our softest compound that we run anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you know, those cool temperatures, brake heat, you know, get those tires just right. You know, it could it could be pretty awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. The only, uh, the only UG factor is the weather. Yeah, it looks like the old mother they nature. They are calling for rain. She's knocking on the door again, man. So it's like, oh, can we? I, I think that's the thing we struggle with, especially in the springtime, man. It's obviously the weather. We get towards the summer months. I don't think we have as much problems with the weather, but it's like, man, you know, we had it a couple of weeks ago at at Bristol, and obviously uh, a bunch earlier this year. Um, you know, with the 500 starting late. And, it's just mm-hmm. man, uh, you know, if we can get a if we can get a race in, because I would, I honestly, I'm looking forward to this race. It's like I said, it's one of my favorite tracks to go watch the race because it's 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 downright grassroots racing at Martinsville, man. People, Definitely. you know, rooting and gouging, uh, hitting, hitting doors, uh, guys spinning each other out. You know, we get that at Bristol, but to me, this even seems even more close quarters at Martinsville. And like you said, the tempers the tempers seem to be hot and heavy. Uh, when they get to Martinsville. So hopefully we'll be able to get uh, Mother Nature out of here and, and we get a good race in on Saturday night. Uh, if not, Agreed. hopefully we can obviously run it on Sunday. I, I doubt they try to run it at night, you know, obviously with you guys scheduling, uh, having to go to Richmond the following week, be in my neck of the woods. Um, but uh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Saturday night, man. So we'll uh, we'll close it out with this, man. Uh, we'll go to the pick them. Obviously, uh, 
no no Datto, no Billy this week, so we'll post their picks uh, on uh, the Twitter machine later on this week. But uh, I will give the honors to you, sir, uh, for your, your picks for Martinsville. Which, who you got? You want me to go first? Go ahead, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm Holy guessing, crap. Okay. You know what? I, I, you know what? I'm going to – I'm gonna do the honors and, and 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 let you go ahead and pick first. Man, I I, I wasn't ready. Um, I was hoping <laughs> to hear what you had to say. Um, shoot. Well, uh, I think I will have to. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Joey Logano. Good pick. And Good pick. Denny Hamlin as my horse. Man, as a as a dark horse, how can you how can you pick Denny Hamlin as a dark horse? That's crazy, you know. Like we're seven races. It's crazy that we're ta- yeah. It's crazy that we're yet. seven races in and, and he's not and he hasn't won a race after winning what eight or nine last year. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Kevin Harvick, seven races in, and those guys are running their asses off every week in the top ten, almost every week, and he has not won a race yeah. yet. So, and those guys yeah. dominated last year. Uh, to start the restart of Crazy. the season. So those are two good picks, uh, Logano and, and Hamlin. Um, I'm going to roll with the guy that uh, won the closeout race last year uh, as my winner. He ain't been running too hot lately, but you know what, though? Those uh, those feelings of getting into the final four for the championship race, um, they're probably going to jog his memory a little bit. And, uh, I think uh, Baby Jesus the uh, the current champion, uh, mm-hmm. Chase Elliott, is going to win the race. Um, but I will say this. Uh, this is my man Bubba Wallace's favorite racetrack. Um, he's won here in the Truck Series. Um, he loves Martinsville. Last year he finished uh, 11th um, in, the, in the spring there. He had a bad, fast car uh, with RPM. So my dark horse, Billy Bradley. Uh, it's going to be your favorite driver, Bubba Wallace, as my dark horse. So, looking mm-hmm. forward to uh, to sticking it to to old Billy nice. uh, this week. Hopefully, if Chase don't win, obviously I will take a Bubba uh, Bubba win any day. Hopefully, he holds off to actually I get to see him in a couple of weeks. I'm coming to see you, man, at Talladega. So, uh, I will are be you there excellent? In the, yes, sir. I'll be there in the grandstand. Uh, you'll be able to see me in my. Uh, all my uh, 2311 gear, I have my, my J's on, uh, my Maui Gym uh, sunglasses I just bought. I just dropped $230 on. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I just did that. But got to support got to support my guy and, and his uh, his partners. So um, right looking on. forward to, to seeing you in Dega, man. Excellent. Excellent. That's good to hear, man. Excited for you. Yes, sir. It'll so, be a good show there. Yes, sir. But it's going to be a, a even uh, even as good show here at Martinsville this weekend. So, good luck to you guys, man. Absolutely. And, Thank you. And uh, we'll uh, we'll catch everybody next week. Hopefully, we'll have those guys back off from vacation, and they can uh, help lift uh, some of the load uh, next week on the pod. <laughs> That's right. You tell them, Jimmy. That's right. Good deal, man. All right. So for Rob Lowe, All right, buddy. this is your boy Jimmy Wags. I'm gonna drop the hammer, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See you. See ya.